0: What's up everybody? Come and get you some of this laid on back with the HK video game experience where we talk about all things retro and modern. I'm here with I'm Hollywood Cole. What's going on? I'm here with Clearfire. What's up, dude?
1: What's going on, man?
0: Not much. Today we are gonna bring back some old school racing games for you. We are gonna talk about Rad Racer, Excite Bike, RC Pro Amp, so we got some street racing, we got some dirt bike racing, we got some remote control car racing. All the things in the '80s that we needed for a good old-fashioned race.
1: <laughs> Remote control cars with missiles and bombs. Missiles
0: and bombs.
1: Boom! And, boom. Uh,
0: absolutely, man. We've been <laughs> we've been putting these off for a while, and it's good to get back to this. Old, first of all, it's good to get back to the retro games. Yes. And second of all, it's good to get back to some old school Nintendo. We haven't done. We, no, but people have been asking for Rad Racer. I know you've been talking about it, Sightbyte, for a while. Oh, yeah. And uh, RC Pro has kind of been a, a favorite of mine. So, we're going to knock these three out within the hour, and we just want to thank you guys for joining, but uh, what's been going on, Clear?
1: So, world's been crazy for me and all that, <laughs> but uh, um, so just chasing things around, but since I've had my wonderful new MSI laptop... So glad to have that wonderful little thing. I've been able to game a lot more. I can let the kid watch TV while I game. I can do remote remote play from my PlayStation 4. So that's been fantastic. Okay. I've actually been playing a little bit of Destiny with some of our old clan. Uh, clan mates, been playing with some Kuypers and with uh, Edgiest and having some fun with them, having a blast doing that again. Actually, it's kind of gotten fun again. And I think for me... A uh, whole fun out of that is playing with them, just having some fun. And then getting my Retro Pie rebuilt, because for whatever reason it was jacked up, getting it rebuilt and playing the games on it. And I put all kinds of new games on it and was going through some of those. Uh, even played my toe Jam & Earl Panic on Funkatron on that. And that was a blast, <laughs> man. It went we got to, what is it, the second stage where you can start doing the jumps for uh, points. Yeah. And I probably spent about 45 minutes to an hour perfecting my backflips.
0: And the rest so, of the game was no fun after uh, that.
1: Yeah, so it's just like, man, <laughs> I just don't even want to play the game anymore. Just, just let me do the backflips, man. This, this just was fun just playing that for a little bit, just reminiscing over that. And then two, starting to show my son a little bit of the gaming. So I um, haven't really had a lot of success on my Mario Maker 2 world that I was building. I think I'm going to scrap it and start over. I don't think what i, what I pulled out is, is going to be up to snuff for what we need. So... Okay. I want to make sure that I give Hollywood a good challenge. I don't want to give him just something easy peasy to slide through. You know, I want to give him something that, you know, he's like, "All right, yeah, bring me another one of these boards." So, I'm trying to put something <laughs> together that that makes him want more, so I know if I can make him want more, I'm probably make other people want more, so.
0: There's just so many things you can do with that game, man. And I'll get halfway through a stage and I'm like, "Dude, I'm, wait a minute, there's a whole second area I haven't even been yeah. touching yet."
1: Did you see the insane board that, that people that put person put up?
0: You talking about the one on the Facebook?
1: Yes, the one that the dude did, did that he recreated World One One and put the fire beams everywhere. Like it's yeah, like insane, that. and I'm like, how in the world are you even building that? I mean, crazy. The jumps were so precise. It goes back to the whole thing we were talking about in our uh, Mega Man podcast about that pixel-perfect jumping. I mean, he had to be pixel-perfect because it looks like the fire's hitting him so many times. But it's just that one little pixel-perfect jump everywhere. And I'm just like, oh, my gosh, it's insane. So I'm going to try to find it, and I'm going to try to play it and record. So oh, I'll, I'm going to record my multiple deaths on this for everybody and put it on our YouTube channel because I think it'll be hilarious. So I'm going to go look for it and play it a couple times and give you all some good laughs. I won't record my audio because it probably will not be friendly a family-friendly audio after the first ten times, <laughs> but <laughs> but I will have some. I'll probably, I might put a little... Um, editorial over it as i'm you know just kind of a, a review as uh, my thoughts and everything on it so it'll be something funny to l- look for so i'm gonna try to do that
0: well i took uh, i hadn't played mario maker in a while man i played i bought a uh, bloodstain nice uh, symphony of the night yeah the ritual of the night and then um the hyrule warriors definitive edition it was on sale you've never How seen a switch that? game on oh so great dude it is so much fun. It's way better than the Wii U version. There's other more characters. You can play two players on it. So and, okay. uh, my son, Jacob, we have a great time with that game. And then, I bought, then. Uh, I bought the new um, Ultimate Alliance, Marvel Ultimate yes. Alliance 3. I, and it's pretty I'll, fun.
1: I was wondering about that, too, because it kind of had my had, had, had my had me intrigued at the game because I haven't heard much about it. And it was like, OK, let me, you know, is this game worth my time?
0: It seems simpler than the old ones. The old ones, you know, you pick a character. I mean, you can play any character. It's like on your little D-pad. Four different characters that run around as a team. And they do that uh, on this one. But you used to get, you know, accessories. um, Just other, you know, stuff like items that you could equip and change your guy up a little bit. You can't do that on this one. So far, I mean, I've played like an hour of it. But, um you get bonuses. I think what they did is you get bonuses with whoever you get. Like if you get, you know, Thor, Captain America, Hulk, and Iron Man, well, you get like an original Avenger bonus of better strength, whatever strength, agility. Just a bunch of different things you can get. And they do have little talent trees, so it's fun. We played it one time and we hadn't turned it back on because of Hyrule Warriors. I mean, yeah, oh, that's awesome. And so, yeah, we're gonna get back on it for sure. And I'm thinking about just doing it. You know, without uh, him on there, since he's yeah. kind of st- seemed to really want to play it. But anyway, so that's what I've been doing with uh, oh, as far I as gaming goes. Oh, I forgot what else I've
1: been playing, too. I've been playing Dr. Mario World on my phone. So I have me a new, I call <laughs> them potty games. So I have a new potty game, and Dr. Mario World has been so much fun. It actually has me wanting to go back and play it. All the time, so I might have to do a review on that because it's actually a lot of fun. You know, I'm giving Nintendo credit; they're actually doing a pretty good job of translating games over to the iPhone and Android systems. So,
0: okay, well, let's hope they don't make that a trend. Um, I, I hope
1: they don't make it a trend, but <laughs> it, it's been a fun. We game, gotta I will keep say that.
0: pure. Cell phone games are the fastest way to get them corrupted.
1: Yeah, very, we'll much, get, very so, much. Very very
0: so. true. We we beat this horse.
1: It's it's the so, microtransactions that kill that so, and yeah. phone games are littered littered with it. I mean, even Doctor Mario World has them in there, but it's not so in your face. So that yeah. I liked that.
0: Well, cool, man. So let's go ahead and get get some uh, news from you. What you got?
1: So we actually have a decent bit of news today, guys. So first, I'm going to start off with the Nintendo Switch Lite. I don't think we've discussed this yet. This is uh, Nintendo's new version of the Nintendo Switch. It is a completely all-in-one system. Um, it's, uh, the, the Joy-Cons are attached, not detachable, so you cannot take them off. They're locked in, so it's like having a Nintendo DS or a 3DS or whatnot. It's all, all all-inclusive. It does not connect to your TV, and it is only $199. So if you're looking for a truly portable, like, completely portable and you don't want to pay the price of the Switch, then you can go with the Switch Lite. It plays all the same games, plays everything the same way. It works exactly the same way as the Switch does, with the exception of it does not dock and click into your TV. And the Joy-Cons do not detach. So, neat little thing. Check that out. Uh, there's quite a quite a good bit, uh, bit out there on it. I don't remember when the release date is on that, but it should be coming up soon.
0: Well, here's the thing about that. It's 8 grams lighter, so it's also lighter, you know. Yeah. But they have a – well, so I've heard of the mixed reviews about that. You know, like people have the old school Vitas or, you know, and play them. And then the versus the
1: – I like the heavier the ones. The new
0: Vita. Well, I mean, I'm just saying it's different. So some people pick it up and go, oh, this is this does make a difference. Whatever. I mean, just kind of if it's your thing or not. Um, but here's the main thing about it. They're also releasing a whole new Switch. And the new I, Switch like,
1: – Yeah, I was going to get to that too because that's, that's well. next
0: – yeah, so I won't go into the specs of it or anything, but it has a battery life. which well, it's not really any specs to it. It's just a battery life of like twice as much.
1: All, all the new Switch is is an increased battery. That's all yeah. it is. There's so nothing else to not it. So why would that not the
0: handheld version have the big battery? You know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> this Nintendo, man.
1: I know, Nintendo's really weird on this, and that, that was going to be my next piece of news was the new Nintendo Switch. The new Nintendo Switch is literally just a better battery. So if, you're, if you have any ingenuity whatsoever and your warranty's already out on your Nintendo Switch, you most likely can pull it open and replace the battery in it for a bigger battery. You can probably go get a cell phone battery that has more juice than that does. I mean it's really sad that the Switch when it first released was the the battery life was so dismal um on on it being undocked cuz I know when I played it going on a flight out to la it was just like i'd play it for you know 30 45 minutes and then you know more than half my battery is already gone you know and i charged it up right before i left so it's just like why is my battery going down so quickly and i turned all the wi-fi radios off and everything so that way i could try to maximize my battery it still goes down um i think that's the one thing where nintendo needs to work on is uh, maximizing battery life especially if they're wanting to have you know Quality graphics, which they're trying to push on the Switch in portable mode. I mean, you're looking at 720p on that little tiny screen. That's pretty awesome.
0: Yeah, I think the original battery life, and it depends on the game you play. They've they've come out and said that um,
1: Breath of the Wild eats the battery. Yeah, it, it just so it's it like chews it up.
0: Two to six hours max on a uh, two hours to six hours or something like two to four, something like that. The new one will come out. It'll be like four to eight. You know. Yeah. But the again. Why is it not in the handheld one? That's the yeah. one you would want to have the most.
1: Exactly.
0: I mean, my guess is that it's just because the battery's going to add some weight to it, and they feel like the weight is more important than the battery yeah, life. But dude, so, I, I just but don't. I just don't agree. But they're doing all right. But yeah, they are. Well, you got anything else? I got a, one thing I want to talk about. I got.
1: I got. I got more. I got more.
0: Now go ahead. man. So
1: the next thing is once again Nintendo. Dealing with the Switch is Nintendo is now having a class action lawsuit brought against them about the Switch's Joy-Cons controller drift. So a lot of the Joy-Cons now are starting to have bad drift on them, and it's causing a problem in gaming, which, of course, it does. And so, people say that it's a, de- it's a default in the manufacturing process, which I think they have found out that it is. So, be on the lookout about that, especially if you have a Switch, because you might be able to get your, your Joy-Cons repaired free of charge. If I'm not mistaken, I think they've already started doing that. And even if they aren't broken, if you've, gotten, if you've got your Switch uh, certain years, like the earlier versions... Then you can send them in, and they'll repair your Joy Cons right off the bat, free of charge, no questions asked. You know, you know, send them in. So be on the lookout for that. Um, I'll try to find the article, the article that I had that I saw, and um, share that on our Facebook page, so you can go to it if you have a Switch and possibly if you have broken Joy cons So you know, just another thing that you know got to look out for with a Nintendo.
0: Yep, somebody posted on Twitter. I don't know how long ago it was. I mean, a few days ago, but said I got drift in my uh, in my Joy Cons, and he's called Nintendo, and Nintendo would fix it for forty bucks, or he could just go buy a new one for like sixty and not deal with the hassle. And he's just like, dude, what are you thinking, Nintendo? And it's just you know some of their stuff. is getting ridiculously overpriced. I bought a Pro Controller. It's like yep. eighty. What was it? I heard it here. seventy dollars, dude. Mm-hmm. Good I gracious. The,
1: I bought the Enhanced Controller, and it was sixty. You know, I bought yeah, the uh, I bought the GameCube wireless version controller for the Switch, and it was sixty. You know, and I bought it mainly so I could play Super Smash Brothers because it does a eh, it's the best controller to play Super Smash Brothers with by far, in my opinion. But yeah, I mean, they're they're pricier on their controllers than other people. Yeah. I mean, yeah, they do have their low end wired ones, but nowadays who. Who buys wired controllers nowadays?
0: Well, I, I mean, like honestly, them. honestly. Dude, $50 less, I'll take one. But yeah, they break. But, Mine broke already playing Smash Bros. It drifts. Exactly. Came in quick.
1: Exactly. Like, oh, they were having weak.
0: problems with the first ones. Now they fixed it. I'm like, okay, that's what the guy at GameStop told me.
1: Oh, yeah. They're just... It's terrible. So, um, but yeah, that's just... A, that's some of their issues here going on. So, I do want to bring up uh, another piece of news. I know i actually kind of quite a bit this time, so... I'm going to try to use as much time as I can. Um so it looks like the PlayStation Classics that uh Best Buy is trying to offload them like crazy that oh, they have they basically have a overstock of them. Best Buy has been selling them recently for 40-ish dollars. Now they have dropped them down now they've dropped them down to 20 bucks. If you got a 20 spot in if you got a 20 spot in your pocket Go buy you a PlayStation Classic just for the heck of it. Now I will say at one time, I don't know if they're still doing this as well, but if you bought a PlayStation 4, they'd give you a free PlayStation Classic as well. <laughs> so awesome. So go check them out. There you got a couple of options that you can get a PlayStation Classic for cheap or nothing if you need a PS4. So go check that out. Um another thing is um what did I have? Oh, Stadia. Uh, that's, that's, that's got a lot of rumblings going on now. Google Stadia. Um, they're, they're saying that it's not going to use a ton of, um, your mobile and broadband data limits on your, um, you know, on your internet. I don't believe it. It's just, I think it's still a crock to be able to deliver a good game at 4K core graphics. You're going to eat up a ton of bandwidth. You know, they, they were saying their minimum specs were like, 10 megs a second that you had to have, but uh, you've got to have a decent upload as well for that to work. Cause I was a beta tester on the um, one for the PlayStation four. And I'm telling you like this, man, I, I was, I, I was, this was when I was in Brandon I had is my, my internet was ripping fast. You know, it was over hundred megs a second at the time. And it was also like, I think 25, 30 megs up. So, I mean, I had, I'm blazing and still had a little bit of struggle playing that. Now granted that was first gen of that, but still it's just like how are you going to do that? And that was not even 4K graphics. That was the regular PlayStation 4 and that was on that was PlayStation 3 games. So it was older graphics, older quality stuff and still having a struggle doing it. I really don't I don't think that the streaming gaming is going to be big yet. It might be big in some areas, in bigger areas, bigger metropolitan areas. But when you look at most of the U.S. is sparsely populated, then, you know, you're going to have that. I mean, not, not everybody has high speed Internet. Not everybody has super fast broadband to be able to push these games. It's it's too far ahead of its time. You know, everybody's talked about that with different things. I really feel like Stadia and the broadband gaming like this is too far ahead of its time. You know, yeah, our streaming gaming is fine when you're playing games connecting to servers and everything with a PlayStation 4 behind powering it or an Xbox powering it. But when you're looking at nothing but a server way back there powering it and pushing it down, they're pushing everything down. The PS4 and the Xboxes and the Nintendo Switches, for that matter, they're handling 90% of the power. They're just sending data back and forth. You know, whereas you're looking at having a server power the entire thing, pushing it all down to you, and you're having to stream stuff back because you have to push data back, and that's going to be more strain on your system to push data back from something like that. So I really feel like it's not going to be as great of a thing as everybody wants it to be. And I really think that it, uh, I, I, we've said this before, it's not the way that we should go for gaming. We should still keep it consoles and PCs and and let it be like that because the, having that, that, that equipment there just means something more. You
0: well, know, they'll get some PC gamers, maybe. If I mean, obviously by barring all the problems with the internet and the streaming, and we all know that that technology is not there yet, so it's not going to be a console. I mean, I'll go ahead and call it right now. It's not going to take the place of your console PlayStation Fives and Sixes and Nintendos. It's going to be a whole separate thing. Um,
1: ex- Xbox is trying to <coughs> ride hard on it, and I'm just like, well, you go ahead and be a moron.
0: Yeah, yeah they're just they're not. It's not going to overtake it, which is good. I mean, I don't need to get lax on it. I mean, just watch mm. these things, man. Just watch how they try to force. I just saw, um, in game. Oh, in game in two days. Blah blah blah. Oh, it's the digital release. You know, Mm -hmm. when does the uh, physical copy come out?
1: A week or two later. It's just crazy.
0: Oh, and the digital sales are up. No, you're just playing on... Okay, don't even get me started on this. Yeah, I'm the same
1: way. It just ate me up because somebody was telling me, Oh, yeah, Endgame is coming out, and I'm like, yeah, it's the digital. I don't want digital. Give me my media. I want my media in my hands. I love the steelbooks. I am a steelbook collector. I love them. Let me have my media. I could care less about my digital. Yeah, it's great when I go travel, but I don't travel every single week. I travel about two to three times a year.
0: Well, check this out. This is something to bring it back to to the days when gaming was pure. In 1989... August way back, yeah, a little uh, system was released here in North America called the Turbo sixteen.
1: That is the same time of when I moved to Forest.
0: Oh man, you should have brought August a Turbo in 1989. with you. Eighty nine, you would have been the only person to own one that I've Would've ever known. Been. Yes, um, it claimed to be the first sixteen bit console, although it had a eight bit processor. It was kind of false advertising. Uh, it was meant to compete with Nintendo. It had a lot more colors and all this. is beautiful games. Um, I never owned one, nor played one. Um, I have played an, one. I had a buddy in college. One.
1: I had a buddy in college that had one.
0: And so, it ended up competing with the Sega Genesis, and of course the Super Nintendo in 91. Sega came out later that year. Anyway, all that to say, we can get excited because March 19th, 2020 they are releasing a turbografx 16 mini with 50 games.
1: I saw that. F- yeah, 50 games.
0: It's a little weird though. And it's a, who knows what they're doing. Okay, I'm going to read you some of these games. I'm just going so here's the deal. Of the 50, 24 games are for the turbografx 16 and 26 games are for the PC engine, which is the Japanese variant, all right? Yeah. So, the top the ones that are so they're going to release one in both you know both Japan and the topographic or Japan and America are both on the NSCTC system not the not the PAL system so they can have the same console um, and so this is what they did Alien Crush Victory Run Blazing Lasers Newtopia Dungeon Explorer R-Type Moto Rotor Power Golf Ease book one and two, Ninja Spirit, J.J. and Jeff, Space Harry, Military Madness, Chu Man Fu, Psychosis, Bonk Revenge, Parasol Stars, Kadash, New Adventure Island, Air Zonk, Two. These are RPGs. The Newtopia, Starblade, Lords of Thunder, and Bomberman Ninety Three. Okay, and I'm not going to read all of the Japanese ones, but there's some of them are the same game, but you're going to have the Japanese, um, you know, words. It's just kind of like you know, can't read it. But I will say this: Salamander. Is coming out. Salamander is Life Force in the uh, U.S. Life Force was a Konami ah. game. It's awesome, and like, it could be fun to play on that system. And then they got the Great Snatcher on the Japanese variant of all things. What? Um, Jap Snatcher. Great
1: snatcher. <laughs> snatcher
0: was on Sega CD, and now it's like yes. six hundred bucks. You can't even get it now for anything less than that.
1: I never played it, but I remember. I remember hearing about that one.
0: And uh, so R P just Hideo Kojima is like one of his like first games or whatever, and um, it, it dude that people are going to be blowing up ter- blowing up the TurboGrafx 16. People saying, "Dude, can you get the English version, please, on this system?" And maybe there's a way, but probably not. But if they did, it would be sick. And so um, I'm looking forward to this system so we'll see how it we'll see how it plays out we'll hope they do get Snatcher in English or something maybe maybe we'll find out later if it is going to be in English but it's worthless in Japan or Japanese unless you uh, speak Japanese obviously but I do not and maybe a reason to learn who knows could be but anyway I'm looking forward to that so we'll see what happens
1: and just to let you know while we've been talking about this I just pre-ordered my steelbook copy of Endgame so I make sure I get that thing <laughs>
0: All right, cool, man. Well, anything else, or you want to get started? I think I'm good
1: with news, man. I think we should roll on.
0: All right, cool. Let's talk about Rad Racer. Take a rat racer man
1: so I have a love-hate relationship with Uh-oh. 8-bit racing games <laughs> I love them and hate them yeah so the thing that I really hate about it is how weird the controls are like when I'm driving and trying to make my turns it doesn't feel like it always is registering the way it should be. It feels like it's just off. Something's off. So, that that's my biggest thing with it. So, And two, Rad Racer was like the bane of my childhood when I would play racing games. I could never get very far in it because I would always run out of time right before the very end. And what happens when I play it here on my Retro pop The same thing. I get right to the very end <laughs> and literally my car dies in front of the checkered flag. It's like I'm like, oh my gosh really? You know, so it's just one of those games that just gives me fits. And and it's racing games in general with the exception of Psychbite. <laughs>
0: Sight bike. Alright, well, dude, I thought the controls were awesome on this game. This game, we used to play it all the time back in the day, and it's just weird Mm -hmm. to to think about. 87 as it came out, man, that's a long time. So we were probably, I know I was in the, you know, it's probably 89 or so when we all used to play this game. And we thought it was super cool. It had music, Mm -hmm. you could, you know, push uh, select, or no, you push down, it changes the station. But the controls to me, Worked fine. I mean, I actually had a good time playing this game. Um, I did the same thing. It takes a lot of practice in order to uh, get to the checkpoints. It's kind of it's trying to be a an outrun competitor. Mm -hmm. Outrun was big in arcades, and one of the primary differences here that I think this is the little Nintendo things that they do, man, and this is why they've been around so long. Um, Outrun, when you ran into a car, you basically burst into a ball of flame. Well, yep. uh, you can bump cars all day in this, and it's not going to necessarily wreck you. It can throw you oh, off the road, God,
1: yeah, it throws and you crazy. if you
0: hit a tree, then you get wrecked. Mm-hmm. But if you can get, if you go off the road and there's no tree or sign, you can get right back on the road and keep going. Yeah, you're pretty lucky to so recover. The other thing is that in Outrun, when you run out of time, you're, your game's over. Yep. but a little Nintendo thing they did when you run out of time it's supposed to be your gas then you it just then you hear this music come on and then you keep rolling and while you're keep, when you're still rolling if you do cross the finish line it's brr, and the music kicks right back in and you're back going again that's pretty cool and so just I don't or, like we that have no comparison to racing games back in the day other than the arcade where you except a probably a steering wheel and all this. This was a sick game back in the day, man. This was About really today, yeah. a big deal, and um, you could pick the Ferrari or whatever that car. Was. It looks like a little Ferrari,
1: It's or, a Ferrari, yeah,
0: or a um, F1 racer car. Nobody picked the F1 racer. Come on, man. We wanted to pretend like we were driving down the, the highway, you know, on our own. That's all we could do. Seven, eight years old, man. I want to drive, dude. I don't want to get an F1 racer and ride mm-hmm. down the highway. That's not real, you know. We want to pretend so I, mean, I actually went back and i enjoyed playing it uh through i did the same thing on my retro pie and um dude i mean i, I, I surprised me i thought i you know you just, people are saying hey why don't you do rad racer and you are kind of like man i just what am i going to talk about with Rad racer it's just kind of
1: i mean there's not much again. really uh it's not much to talk about after you talked about a little bit of racing there is i mean well
0: i mean you know you go through the the, the countryside the first one, and then you go through the city, which is super cool. Drive through the city at night, or not through the city. You're going to the city. The skyline's the way that the roads turn. and all this. I mean, they did a really good job with these graphics on this little 8-bit system. This well, I mean, car is kind of fade in.
1: Well, they had a really good idea with the, with the courses. I mean, I'm not completely knocking the game. It's just a frustration because I suck at playing this game. But, you know, I like how they do, like, okay, you're starting way back out in, like, the desert, and you're driving into, like, Either like, you know, somewhere like San Francisco or Los Angeles or some big city, because like you have that just, you know, that the each stage is a closer bit to the city until you get into the city. And I liked how they did that. That's a, that's a really cool feature. Something else that makes me giggle, too, is if you notice, we don't have miles per hour on here. We have kilometers per hour. on uh, it. Yeah. And so, you know, for us, it's kind of like, huh? And that was kind of weird. Another thing I thought that was cool in and in inventive in it, if you have the old school red and blue 3D glasses, you can wear those, press select, and then now you can watch it in 3D and actually play it in 3D. And I totally forgot about that until I was playing, but- pressing buttons on my Retro Pi, and then all of a sudden the screen blurs into that red and blue look, and I'm like... <gasps> I gotta go find some of my retro 3D glasses. My son's actually got a pair. I wasn't able to find them, but oh my gosh, I'm gonna gonna try find them. I'm gonna go find them and and put them on and play and go back and play Racer. And I'll in our next podcast in the news segment, I'll get a little update and say how I feel about it doing the 3D part. But I'm pretty sure I know where they are. I just didn't have time to find them, and so. And then the other thing too is this is a power glove game. You could use the power glove with it. The reason why I bring this up is because I was the only one that I knew that had the power glove in our neighborhood. So we tried it and it sucked. it was terrible. The power glove a coolest looking thing ever. like I got I gave, got even Nintendo credit. It looks so cool. Design as far as getting it connected into the thing was just bad. and I really wish they would go back to try to make a power glove 2.0 for us now. I think that would be really cool to have now just kind of as a retro throwback. Because, I mean, you could do it with Bluetooth and it'd work just fine then. And a lot of controllers now do have motion control in it. So I think it'd be cool to, you know, them to go back and redo that and do it for games like this because there are racing games out there. And you can play on the Switch, play, the, you know, a lot of the old NES games on there.
0: Well, the Power Glove, um, obviously, just a little, um, you know, novelty type of thing. They wanted it. That's just wanted to sell real quick. And you saw it on the Wizard. We talked about that. And they played Rad Racer on it. Mm-hmm. And um, to make it go, you had to just ball up a fist, make a fist, and that was how you go. And it's kind of cool if you wanted to turn right. It wasn't like driving a steering. Wheel. They made it look like it was driving a steering, wheel, but it's not. You just had to flip your hand to the right or the left to make it turn, and then push. You put your fist down and it'll come to a break. And if you, the coolest part was this turbo they have on this car. And as you push up on the controller, you get that turbo boost. You got to be doing ninety kilometers. We got to talk in kilometers here. <laughs> uh, and so then you could push up and you get that turbo boost and it's I mean you just hear it just say it was awesome and to do it with the power glove you just push forward like you're punching it was just sick
1: yeah. um, But I totally forgot that, about the turbo boost I totally forgot about that that probably would have helped me playing it some yeah
0: probably wait, you probably didn't get a checkpoint but um, yeah you gotta hit that boost and I got so checkpoints
1: I just didn't get the last checkpoint I could never get the last one
0: <laughs> the boost uh, only both cars have a. there's no difference by the way from the F1 or the Ferrari I could not tell the difference
1: it's really just look
0: and the thing is they go 255 kilometers both of them is the, is the fastest they go and the funny thing is because that's the highest energy integer <laughs> representable with by eight bits so that's why you don't go faster you <laughs> could but I guess I don't know how fast here let's do let's do a quick conversion yeah let's I got a quick get you. conversion I get you what is uh 255 kilometers to miles per hour
1: that's fast, man. One hundred fifty-eight point forty-five miles an hour. They're rolling, dude. That's They're smoking. Rolling. So, uh,
0: going one hundred fifty-eight forty-five. So, um, pretty good. But anyway, dude, that uh, the three D aspect of the game was a big deal back in the day. It says, so three D action." It says it on the box: three D action. Um, and actually, let me pull something up here because I hadn't had the box. I want to see. Rad Racer NES I a, box. I got
1: a cover of it right here. Um, it's got 3D action up on the left-hand corner. Uh, it has the picture of the old-school red and blue 3D glasses. Um, Rad Racer logo kind of sideways.
0: Look at the miles per hour.
1: Yeah, they got miles per hour on there. It's got 209, yeah, 209
0: it? miles per hour. It's a big one. Yeah, we're,
1: che- we're getting cheated. We're getting cheated with the kilometers per hour.
0: <laughs> so um, Actually, they, have, they have, did make a Rad Racer 2. They did. Um, And hold on a second here. Let me see something. This is interesting.
1: Uh Uh-oh. What you find? What you find?
0: Oh.
1: There were two million copies of this game sold, so it's actually a pretty decent seller.
0: Wow. Square made this game right before they made Final Fantasy.
1: Yeah. Wow.
0: (laughs) So, um... But anyway, uh, yeah, Rad Racer 2 came out as well. We won't get into that one. I did play that one just to see. It's way smoother. I think it's a little bit... I've heard people say, oh, if you wreck on Rad Racer 2, you'll never make it. You can't wreck once. You know, It's a little bit easier to control. Way smoother. You can, your car can turn a little sharper. You see at least an animation. I thought it was pretty cool. I thought Rad Racer 2 just looked a lot better. But most people did not play that one. They only played uh,
1: yeah. Rad Racer
0: uh. 1, so... I need to what get a copy
1: your, of Rad Racer 2 and play it.
0: So, overall, man, what was your um, overall last impressions and rating out of 10?
1: I, out of 10? Yeah. Um I'll give it um, – I'll give Rad Racer 7 burnouts out of 10.
0: <laughs> That's pretty good. I think I'll give it a 7 too.
1: I mean, it's, it, for, for my complaints, it's more of me just personal complaint, but overall it is a fun game. I mean, come on. I came back and played it over and over and over and over and over as a kid. So fun factor. I mean, as you know out there, fun factor is a big deal for both of us. If it's got the fun factor, it's going to get a decent rating with us. And I really think that giving it a seven out of 10 is, is a good place for it because it, it was, it was fun. We played a lot of it.
0: I thought about turning it back on today and playing again just for fun, just as an excuse. Oh, I need to uh, play it for the review again. I played it for the review, you know, a couple days ago. Same here. And that's like, I need to play it again for the uh, review. But it's any excuse to play it again. So if I'm having fun playing it now, think about an 87. Wow. Yeah. It was phenomenal. Cool. All right. Next game, excite Excitebike.
1: excite bike. All right, now this is the one that I'm going to be pumped up about. I've been bugging Hollywood. Let's do an excite bike podcast. He's like, there's no way we can do a whole podcast on site bike. I'm like, dude, I could talk for hours excite bike just because it was so fun and I have like the fun memories of it cuz um, I don't have a ton of memories with Hollywood on this. I actually have my memories with uh, some friends of mine when I was living in Brandon. Um, unfortunately, since I was so little, I don't remember their names. But you know, it was a lot of fun playing with them. I had a blast playing this game. So much fun. So many hours spent on this game.
0: So was this a release? This wasn't. A, it was a launch title. No, Let's see, was it a launch title? And Famicon? It was it, was.
1: it was a Famicon. It was a. If, it debate. It was a it debuted as a game for Famicom in Japan in eighty four, and it was the launch title for the NES in eighty five.
0: Yeah, it's it was the first a launch game title. in the
1: Excite series.
0: Because it came it's, out in eighty five, I was like, man, that is. If that's not a launch title, that's like the next day.
1: Yeah, it so, actually launched. I didn't realize this. It launched a series of Excite series games. Um, Excite Bike sixty four, Excite Truck, Excite Bots. excite bike uh and two there was also too i read that um in japan there's a japan only version of it that they took all of the regular people out of it and replaced it with mario and luigi and all of them and they're racing on the bikes wow so there's there's that too that's a cool little bit of history on that one for you
0: so we played this one a lot as a kid of course i played it more uh you know, growing up or whatever, I guess, yeah, I guess you hadn't moved in or whatever. I mean, I didn't, I don't know, whatever I uh, moved into the neighborhood, but um, we played it a lot. So we really enjoyed it. And obviously, well, I'll get into that part in a minute, but I didn't think, like when you talked about doing the podcast, I didn't really think like, man, I don't remember it being, what can we talk about? Just driving in a straight line and you do some ramps Uh and all this, but again, it's racing It's time trial. There is no versus. Um, you just play solo. Same way on Rad Racer yep. and same way on RC Pro-Am. It's all one player. Um, but Excite Bike, depending on how you hit the ramp, you push back and then forward and, uh, you know, it throws you over. It just gets you gets your speed up, all right? And you got a little temperature gauge down there at the bottom. And if it gets too high, it's going to pull you over for an overheat. And so it's constantly going up. You run over little arrows and it'll pull it down. Um, and so again, man, I turn this back on. to have it. It's on. It's on the Nintendo Switch. It's yep. on the uh, uh. If you got the Nintendo Online Service, um, you can play it there and the Japanese version, which I'm sure we'll talk about in a second, the differences. But, dude, I'm mean, be honest with me. I had fun playing this one. <laughs> I had a good I time had so playing fun it. Playing. Again. <laughs>
1: I, it was the first one that I, that I, that I got put on my retro pile when I rebuilt it. And it was the first one I started playing. And I spent, I want to say I probably spent six hours playing it. Literally, Jeez, I just stayed geez. up playing it because I just love playing it so much. It's, it's one of my favorite Nintendo games of all time. And I like it because it was one of the first games that I played that you can actually have someone build you a course. Yeah. And then you race their course. And that's where we had so much fun, uh, fun with it in Brandon growing up. is so I had some neighbors and they'd build these courses for me all the time and said, okay, can you beat it in under X amount of times? Like, yeah, sure. I'll start playing it. Well, one day, this is what, this is kind of like my little, you know, thing that I wish I still knew the, I still, still had still stayed in contact with these guys. Cause like, this is the one thing that just blew their mind. It's like, all of a sudden, they're like, hey, Jonathan, your mom's calling. And somebody handed me the phone. Of course, back then, it's the old corded phones and everything. And, of course, I reach back like this. You, know, you can't see what I'm doing. I'm sorry, because it's a podcast. But I turned to look back over my shoulder. And it's like, okay, cool. I'll be there in a second. And as I'm saying this, I'm still hitting ramps and jumps and everything. And they're like, oh, my gosh, how are you doing this without, you know, <laughs> you know, you know, without seeing it. Well, the key to that game is is if you actually listen to it too, you can actually tell how you take the jumps because the bike sounds different as it hits the, all the bumps. And two, if you're playing just a regular board that hadn't been created for you, it's all the same. You just memorize it. Yeah. But what I thought was cool about it is they started building me boards because of that, and said, "Okay, can you do this without watching?" And they'd blindfold me, and we'd see how good I could do the do the game. So that was kind of <laughs> like our thing that we'd always do, and I actually got pretty good at doing boards because I could listen to the bike and tell it sounds after I take a few bumps and start doing better at it. And they're like, "Wow, you were, you know just by listening." So that was a lot of fun. It was one of my little. It's my fun little you know. I don't know what you, what kind of story you would call that your your your, your um, story your your mythology or whatever of of Clearfire, but you know that's just one of those fun little you know fun fun things that I, that I like to share.
0: So you got to think about this man. Eighty five came out with a Nintendo, so you got Duck Hunt, which is a light gun game, right?
1: Fantastic game.
0: And so well, this is cool; you can shoot the screen It kills the ducks.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Uh, Mario. The platformer, yep. obviously. And you're just nothing... Like, scrolling screen. Nobody's seen anything like it. It was super fun, obviously. Uh Maybe Zelda comes out later. Zelda was not a launch game, I don't think. No, But anyway, you know, but you kind of have these type of games here. And then you got a little motorcycle game. And everybody's just ramping and doing all this. And then... Hey, let's see what this mode is. What, you can make a new stage? Nobody, this is like way ahead of its time as far as the making It's kind of, it's primitive, obviously. So it's literally at the bottom of the screen, A through Z or something. And then you select a letter and it puts a ramp up. But yeah. you can do, and it, the number of laps and all this, if you can design a stage and then, you know, you just race your buddies, whoever has the fastest time, you know, that's a pretty cool, cool deal. Not to mention that you could go to school and say, hey, I created this course. Think about it, A, B, C, F, G, you know, whatever. Just kind of spell out the code and somebody else could create that stage for you or back on their console if they want. So yeah, that's a pretty cool um, cool feature that, you know, we didn't know anything about creating stages. Oh, that's a little Mario Maker too. you know, <laughs> before Mario Maker was out, you can create the stages. Yeah. So a little precursor, <laughs> if you will. If you will.
1: So just a little aside, just since we mentioned launch, uh, launch titles for the NES, I pulled up the list of launch titles. So just want to you know run through them real quick. Since. Let me see so, if yeah, I can get
0: some. Yeah, let's you see what Mar- you can get. Right. Mario. That's one. Yeah, and Duck Hunt.
1: Uh, it, yeah, Duck Hunt, too. Yeah,
0: and then you got, so how far back? Because you got Rob the oh, Robot. Well,
1: oh, so you got 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9. You got 10, Clue, Clue 11, Land. You got You got 17. You got 17. Yeah, Clue, okay, Clu, Clue Clu, Land.
0: Clue, Clue Land.
1: Well,
0: Ice Climber. Ice Climber. Gumshoe. Any of the black box games.
1: Gumshoe is not.
0: Gumshoe is not on there. It's a light mm-hmm. gun game. It's a black box. Uh, I don't know. Balloon fight. Nope. Balloon fight is not a wow. Not that's there. a lesson. That's something to learn.
1: Okay, so I'll go I'll, ahead I'll and read them. It. You you did a de- you did decent. So I'll <laughs> I'll go ahead and read. I'll go ahead and read them. Okay. You had ten yard fight. Baseball. Oh,
0: yeah. Golf. Cluck
1: Cluck clu, clu Land. Duck Hunt. Excite Bite. Golf. Gyromite, which is the robotic operating buddy. Hogan's Alley. Ice climber. Kung Fu. Mock Rider, Pinball, Stack Up, Super Mario Brothers, Tennis, Wild Gunman, and Wrecking Crew.
0: Wild Gunman is what I'm not gumshoe. Wild Gunman was what I was trying to think okay. of.
1: So you uh, got you got, you got got a good few chunks there.
0: Yeah. Ice, uh, Balloon Fight came out in 84 in the arcade and then came out in 86. Mm-hmm. Wow. So it's a black box, though. I mean, those black boxes are...
1: But there's you some trivia, too, to throw onto the side, because I know y'all like trivia, so...
0: One of the things, I will, I will do this, bike Versus, the Japanese version, came yes. out. And you can get that on your Nintendo Switch as well.
1: Oh, can you get that one too? The, yeah. the Japanese yeah, version? They, they
0: came out with it on the um, Nintendo Online. And the thing about that is you can play Versus, So bike Versus. So there's certain little things you can do, um, and you, uh, you can actually play against somebody. It's so a split screen, top and bottom. And that's pretty cool. You can create stages and race each other this kind of stuff. So that is a whole different game, man. I mean, just having two players, you could, you know, stuff like that. You can do tournaments or whatever, single elimination, whatever, stuff, whatever, double elimination. Fun stuff that could be done with a group of people playing Bike, you know, instead of just doing time trials. So um, other than that, I tried to play, yeah, on the Retro Pie... I couldn't even get the site bike the uh the NES one.
1: Really? It was like I, yeah,
0: it was like uh another one, like it's a Japanese version. Well,
1: I think I might have got the Japanese version too, but it's it felt like the same thing.
0: Yeah, I mean it's gonna be very similar, so but anyway, all right, what do you think about this one, man? What do you give this one?
1: Oh, this one gets a ten out of ten, man. It gets ten. Dude, get 10 no way. It, gets, it gets ten dirt bikes out of ten dirt bikes, man.
0: Of games. Better than better than <laughs> nah, destiny. I have
1: to, I have to give it. No, honest. Be, being honest, I'd have to give it an eight point five wheel, eight point oh eight, eight and a half wheelies out of ten. That's what it's going to get from me.
0: I give it five flat tires out of ten because it's uh, <laughs> it's all right. It's fun. I enjoyed it, but I think I like Rat Racer a little bit more.
1: See, I like this one a little more than Rad Racer yeah. But to me, both of them are fun. Both of them have fun factors. Fun.
0: Both of them are fun. Cool. All right. Last game, RC Pro-Am. what you think, man? Developed by Rare. Going on to make Donkey Kong Country and Killer Instinct. Another,
1: another one of those games that just frustrates me because... <laughs> the controls on this, okay, so Hollywood's going to laugh at me. I feel like the controls are so freaking slippery on this thing that I oh can't, keep gosh, the, can't keep the, the car going the right direction. I turn around so easy in this thing. Now, granted, it's probably just me just being a terrible driver on it, but, I mean, other than that, it, it actually is a lot of fun. My favorite thing to do is probably shoot rockets at everybody or drop bombs on everybody, um, but, you know, all in all, it's a lot of fun. Um, that's my first impression.
0: Yeah, this is by far my favorite um, of the three. Came out in 88. It's, this controls are, you know, they're, I know exactly what you're talking about. They f- seem slippery, but they're almost like so tight. You can't really, they're not analog though. So you're either turning f- too hard or you're mm-hmm. not turning enough almost, you know. Yeah. It's not like you can barely touch the button to turn. But um, again, four, four people on the track. It's only one player game. You know, and uh, you're just racing little RC pro M cars around. I, forever, I thought that it was just a, you know, race cars or trucks or whatever. Yeah. Until I said, RC, okay, radio control. You see a little antenna at the top. Mm-hmm. But um, this this game, man, this was a this is one of the great games. This is a classic. The others are classic twos, but this is a no kidding. You can turn it on now and have a great time playing this game. Um all the different different outcomes man you know like as you race you can you race with there's three different types of vehicles you can get on this game all right the first is the truck and you got to drive around the track just uh, collect all the letters to spell Nintendo before you move on to the other well before you do that you can pick up items on the track uh, an engine um a, a tire flywheel. what was it a flywheel a uh, flywheel yeah for your transmission stuff like that so Uh, This will build up your car's speed And traction or whatever As you are going through the course You don't have to get it You're going to start getting beat You know, toward the end But, uh, you know, you can pick up weapons You can pick up a little rocket that shoots out A bomb that drops out of the back A little roll cage type of thing That makes you invincible Mm -hmm. For quite a while You're hitting turbo boost on the track There's oil spills There's water You know, rain clouds even Going across the track Yeah And Dude, I had a great time. I went and played this one all the way through. I actually hooked, uh, did the game genie on this one, mm-hmm. and uh, after I played it, I always got to the same spot. Even now, I turn it back on, I got to the exact same spot. I get to the second car, and get like to the uh, T in a Nintendo or something like that, and then I'll end up losing. You get like three or three continues or something. You yeah. If you can get, you can get any place you want except for fourth. Yeah. If you, if you get fourth place, it's over, and you got two continues, and you restart the race. But if you lose that you're starting all over again.
1: Well, it's funny. It's funny if you, watch, if you watch too when you get when you when you're going, there is no such thing as fourth place on this. It's first, second, out. And third or <laughs> yeah. out. You know, yeah. so you're either first, second, third or you're out, you know. Yeah. So and it clearly says it over your car in, in nice white letters that definitely pop off the screen.
0: Yeah. There's um there's actually a Sega port to this called Championship Pro-Am. Um, I'd like to play that one. I didn't even know that it exists, but it's got a few new, they're like five people race and some other things. But, but anyway, not to get too deep off of that, but I remember being a kid and we would finish the race and you get a gold trophy and it could be a wrench. It could be a, you know, all these different variations of trophies all along the bottom, silver, gold, bronze, silver, gold, bonds, gold, gold, you know, whatever you got. And then as you, if you continued, it started your score over. But if you conti- if you didn't continue, you get started getting high scores. You get high scores. You get the big trophy at the top. You know, various. It'd be a tie, or it'd be a six, or it'd be a, you know, whatever. But just it was just cool to get those things. Um, very simple. Some of them have like two laps. You go around twice, and you're done. Three laps, four laps, five laps. it so gets further on. Um, but you start off with the trucks, then you get like the SUV looking truck, and then you get actually like the race car things. Um, when I went through and played uh, with the Game Genie, Game Genie just gave me unlimited continues, which is pretty much you can't, you know, you just play it over and over again. But I did spell Nintendo again with the final car to see what it would do, and it didn't do anything else. I think it just made my car uh, maxed out with all the speeds and stuff, because I was able to hang with all of them or, or pass them. You know, you usually can't do that. Uh, one of the weird things about this game and maybe you read it I don't know I'm going to try to read it to figure this out okay but as you're you shoot a car and it kind of collapses mm-hmm. and it for a minute and then it gets back up and it keeps going well if you keep doing that to these cars I don't know how many you'll hear something go and one car will just take off boom down the track and it's gone dude you will not oh, yeah, catch it. Oh yeah, I've seen
1: that. Yeah. I
0: don't know what that does or why it does that. But you will not catch it. It'll lap you. And then once it crosses the finish line, whatever place you're in, you're done. Mm-hmm. So I guess they just kind of put that as a mechanism, like, oh, if you want to play, you know, blow up the cars, then you gotta pay the pay the piper. And that's that's yeah. just kind of what happened. But um yeah, very interesting why that happens, but
1: So just a funny little tidbit. So I looked up championship program. The, the Genesis port and yep. it is it is such a straight up ripoff like just looking at port, the box looking at the box but it's done by Trade West so it's like different and everything and so like you would think a port would be done by the same and I can get the ROM for it and I think I might try to get a ROM for it and play it and see what it looks like see how different it is.
0: Let's see what it – oh, yeah, it does. Because, <laughs> I mean, it's
1: just – you've got the rocket on the front. You've got the four – it looks like they started with the SUVs, but they got the SUV ones, and it looks just like the SUV ones. It's four different colors. I mean, it it really does look like a ripoff. I haven't looked up, like, um actual uh game images. So. Yeah. The
0: Championship Pro-Am. Oh, yeah, it's just like it, man. 32 tracks of racing thrills.
1: That's more than the other one does. RC Pro, my has has well 24.
0: It only has 24? I was looking at uh-huh. the box. It says 32. I think that's that's
1: the... Uh, did I read it wrong? The box says 32. Uh, consi- <laughs> Consisting of 24 tracks total.
0: It is a li- lot. Oh, so here's another false advertising then, man. What's going on, Nintendo? Y'all are back in the day, all kind of problems. Whatever you got to do to get back on top, mm-hmm. I guess. Yeah. I don't endorse that, Nintendo. 32 <laughs> tracks of racing thrills. That's yeah, what it says look, on the box.
1: And if you read down here in the description, uh, later down on here, I'm looking at... Now, granted, it is Wikipedia, so it could be wrong, but it says consisting of 24 tracks total.
0: All right, Nintendo. Anyway, so let's see here. Some fun stuff. I did. They did have a RC Pro M2. Mm-hmm. I did get that one as well to see what... Uh, see what it does and this again it looks a little bit better a little more rounded off it came out in 92 this is after the uh super nintendo was out so i mean nobody really played it but it it's kind of elevated track uh stuff like that i i enjoyed it i I like the rc pro m game man i mean it's a fun game uh you can sit down for a while and play that if you die you just start over it's pretty quick you're I mean the
1: the format of RC program is actually the basis of what Mario Kart was based off of. So I mean, when you're looking at that, you've got it started off one of it's, it. It it was the predecessor to one of the biggest racing franchises for Nintendo ever. Because I mean, look at Mario Kart. We have Mario Kart eight now, and. Who doesn't love playing Mario Kart? And they're fixing to put Mario Kart on your phone. And I just finished, you know, doing the beta of that. So, if you haven't checked out that podcast. There's a little throw-in there, another little, little promo for you. If you haven't checked out that podcast, go check it out. It's the Clear Fire Fireside Chat on uh, the uh, Mario Kart beta. Check that out. But, I mean, it, it, when you look at that and you think about it, yeah, it is. Because Mario Kart, what did you do? You drive around the track to pick up weapons to shoot everybody to get in first place. And it's the same thing as what you're doing in RC Pro-Am. You're collecting things to, you know, to essentially beat your opponents. I mean, so it's really cool that you know, to see that. Because I never put two and two together until, you know, reading this article about it. And it's impressive that they use that. I mean, for all my gripes and complaints about RC Pro-Am with its driving, I love the game. It's another one of those things that just makes you go back. I mean, all three of these games, it's just like, wow, I can't believe I've... Not played these games in forever, and now I can pick them up and just play them and still have a blast with them. So it's another one of those things where there's so much fun factor still left in some of these old games. And I was really afraid that Rad Racer, Excite Bike, and RC Pro-Am wasn't going to translate very well to new times, you know. And picking them up and playing them has been fantastic. I mean, RC Pro-Am, yeah, beat my head against the desk trying to get the Nintendo to get the next cars, but it was still fun trying to do it, you know. I had fun doing it. Even when I ran out of continues, what did I do? I started over and tried again, you know. It was just kept on going at it. I mean, it's just one of those things I couldn't put it down for a little while.
0: Yeah, those games were great, dude. I mean, um, I had en- I had a good time playing all these uh, again. I really did. And I didn't it's- think that I would have fun playing Rad Racer or uh, Bike. I knew I'd like RC Pro-Am.
1: I mean, I was kind of, I was kind of like you. I was all excited, knew I was going to have fun with Excite Bike, but didn't realize that I was still going to have fun playing Rad Racer and RC Pro Am. You know, it was just kind of yeah. like that whole thing, like, oh my gosh, why have we not done this already to cover these games? Because they're just so much fun, and they have yeah. the fun factor still in them.
0: Well, we've been doing a lot of, um, you know, other stuff. We did the Adventures, we did The Witcher Three, we did, uh, we did the magic. magic, yeah. So. You know, it's good to get back to some of these games. I have a fun time playing them. Um, and so, recorded uh, some gameplay. Maybe we can drop it on the YouTube for you in case you had not seen them in a long time. But these games are pretty cheap. Anything that kind of came out in the Nintendo Prime, like at the early stages, everybody kind of got a lot of people that aren't collectors. If I say something, you know, about collecting, they say, well, I got a Mario 3. I mean, how much is that worth? Because it was so fun. Well, it's kind of a back you know it's kind of a catch-22 it's so fun everybody got it they're not rare you look at rc pro m2 you know came out in 92 nobody got it no matter how fun it was because it's super nintendo was out anything late in the life cycle this thing goes for 80 bucks or so now um, but rad racer and even rad racer 2 is cheap uh yeah. excite Bike's going to be cheap i mean these games will be easy to to get a hold of if you guys are interested in playing them excite bike yep and so yeah, bike's six. Well, bike's a little. It's ten dollars, you know. Uh-huh. So yeah, I want to start with bike, man.
1: You got a ten Everybody, spot. You can go get you some bike.
0: Yeah, rad. I don't know, man. Rad Racer is about ten. The gaming, uh, the gaming scene has kind of, I get you know, chilled out, man. I mean, I just actually did some research last night and uh, to see how much some of my games were, and some of them were, you know. Think Suicoden Code Two still two hundred bucks. Um, the tournament fighters is still around one hundred fifty, but a lot of the other ones have kind of gone down. And right in that golden time of Wii, uh, you know, the Wii, PlayStation Two, and all that, those games are going to be cheap later on. They'll be good because the nostalgia. Those that you know, those kids are not, you know, nostalgic for it yet, if they ever mm-hmm. will be. But anyway, so. It's, it's a good time to start collecting for those systems, and it looks like this Rad Racer and Excite Bike. I'm surprised that they're that expensive, but yeah, they are. I thought they'd be five bucks. You know, usually the standard ones five dollars. But anyway, so well, cool guys. We appreciate you guys joining us. Find us on uh, Facebook H N K E X P. Give us a like, leave us a review, subscribe to the podcast. We're on Spotify, Podbean. Google Play, iTunes, and a whole myriad of others. Whatever your podcast listening pleasure medium there's a new is, one, there's a
1: new one out there that we should be on soon. It's called Podcoin. They actually kind of give you rewards for listening. So go really? listen to Podbean. Yeah, go check out a podcast. Uh, Podcoin. That's go cool. Check it out. It's on. It's on the. It's, uh, I know it's on Android. I'm not sure if it's on iOS. It's a cell phone only app. So go check it out and see if you can find us there. I know that I put our stuff into their repository. Uh, requested that so we should be in there and you might get a cool reward for listening to us through them <laughs> so check, check it out and listen to us because I know they give you stuff for it So
0: cool good to know man well we appreciate you guys listening
1: alright take care everybody later